Welcome to Yento and Nikki's podcast. We're just two Jersey girls that are insanely bored and are ready to talk about anything, everything, and sometimes, honestly, nothing at all. Do you have Yellow. a cold or I, I don't know. I <laughs> I guess it's a cold. I only say that I had a um well have you have you ever been to an allergist? Have you like formally like yes. gone and done okay, okay. So I will have these periods of um like colds, but like just but you know it's the the runny nose and the cough and it it feels like there's something in the air like it's never serious mm-hmm. enough where i'm like sick sick um this weekend is a little different i, I think this this weekend kind of crossed into being potentially like genuinely sick but um yeah it i've had times in the past though where <clears throat> i'll have this similar and like it just makes me feel like it could be allergies. And then I went to a couple of years ago, I went to see an allergist and just to have a conversation and be like, Hey, like I, I feel crummy sometimes. I have like the runny nose. I'm not sure why, you know, can we check into it? Man, I, I felt like she thought I was a fucking idiot. Like I just <laughs> remember like she, like, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what, what she, I don't know. I don't know what she expected me to come at her with or, you know, I don't know if she felt like I was being a little bit of a hypochondriac because it kind of just came in and was like, hey, I have a PPO, so I don't need a referral. You're an allergist. Can you like, <laughs> you know, check me out because I keep having like runny nose and itchy throat and I don't know what's going on. Oh, and then I would sometimes get this hasn't happened in a in a couple months, but there's a period of time where like I constantly would get like my eyes would get really red and puffy and I couldn't understand like what the fuck was causing it. I'm like, it, it's gotta be something in the air. I don't think it's like the, um, you know, at one point we were like, is it the sheets? Like when I'm falling asleep and how we're washing the sheets and maybe it's fucking getting on my face. I don't know. But long story short, the woman, the doctor made me feel like I was an idiot and she was like, yeah, I don't think this is allergy. So I'm like, okay, well, like, can you run tests? Oh, wow. <laughs> sounds like seasonal allergies to me. Right? But I don't yeah. know. She she just, she made me feel so dumb. She did run a couple tests. But then the crazy thing is I tried to go back into my portal to find the results. I cannot mm-hmm. find them anywhere. And I just thought it was interesting because I remember leaving and just feeling like, did you do did you do the test that you said you were going to do? Cause like her whole like interaction and her whole vibe just made me feel like I was wasting her time. Like, why the hell am I in there? What, what's my issue? I'm just being ridiculous, but that's interesting. Okay. Yeah. It was, it was a weird uh, interaction, but um, yeah. Hi guys. Um, hey, hey, <laughs> hey. hey, hey, we out here. Welcome. Yes. Welcome, welcome. I um I am recovering from just I don't know what I think is a cold or maybe honestly could have just been like 
the fucking, you know, the crazy um, air that we had the last couple of days out here because I that was too, outside. I heard, I heard yeah. things like things increased yeah. the last week with like hospitalizations with yeah. like um, with air, and, you know, basically mm-hmm. what you got, what you got going on. So right, Could right, be. right, right. Could be. Yeah. Who who effing knows? But um, yeah. So I've just you're I've alive, just been chilling. Here. I'm, yeah, I'm here. I'm here. good. I'm chilling. Uh, how are you? How are you doing? I'm good. I am. I'm good. Um, work has. I don't know. For some reason, the summer is kicking off with work kicking my ass. So really, it's, it's a crazy. Been, just... have, it is. It is. There's a lot happening, mm. and so mm. I um. I feel, you know, you just don't feel settled. That's how I'm yeah. feeling. Okay. So I'm actually happy I'm doing this because this gives me an opportunity to chill the fuck out and have a moment yeah. up to myself of some peace. So, oh, hey, God. y'all, be my peace this tonight, okay? Yay. Yes. I like that. I'll be your peace. I'll try oh, to do what I can. Thanks, boo. Thanks, yeah. boo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, how was your how was your weekend? Otherwise, how uh, how's life? How were what things? What did I do? Um, it you know what the hell? What did I do this week? Honestly, it was like super low key. This is like the first full weekend back. Me being home, and mm. um, I I took advantage of that for sure. Like I did a lot of nothing. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, like the first two nights, I was just like peel me off the couch. I don't even think I left. The couch Friday night. <laughs> oh, I think I ended up sleeping on the couch, which in theory, you know, it's it's such a weird thing. And I'm at the age where like I feel it, meaning yeah. I don't feel great when I sleep on the couch. It's kind of <laughs> yep. it's like the yes, the next morning mm-hmm. it's like, why did I do that? But during mm-hmm. you're like, I refuse to get up and move yep. myself for mm-hmm. the sake of comfort because at the moment it feels comfortable because you just want to sleep. Yeah. Right. And then yeah. the next morning, like, why the fuck did I do that? Because right. your body is is hates you. Um, so I I try not, I try not to do it, but sometimes you know you get a glass right. of wine, and all of a sudden you're like, peel me off this bitch because I'm not leaving. <laughs> and then you yeah. wake up the next day, and you're like, why do I feel hungover? Oh no, I slept Rest. on the couch. Yeah, I slept that's on the what couch. My neck is that's funny. Is. Back mm-hmm. back's out of shape. All the all yep. the things. But um, yeah, oh I did gosh. like a lot of nothing. But I did do one thing that was actually pretty interesting this weekend. I yeah. went to see Riverdance. Remember that, y'all? You, Riverdance. You gotta tell me. Tell me about this. I remember like the commercials that used to come yes. on. Right? Yes, Nikki. So, okay. So, okay. So bring it all together because that yes. was like my memory. Um, I have mm-hmm. a, a girlfriend here, uh, a new friend, and mm. we were trying to think about what to do this weekend. By the way, Texas has officially heated up. It is not like, oh, it's like the 80s. No, it's in the 100s now. And outdoor, oh my yeah, god! Every day, oh god. every day. So, Jesus. Um, yeah. So mm-hmm. midday activities outside. Mm, not, no, not interested. So nope. we were like, we had this plan, like, oh, we're gonna go to the botanical garden. You know, she. I think she has. Um, she has a like a season ticket or something, and she's like, "Yeah, you'll be my plus one. We'll do that." So I was so excited, and then we both looked at the temperature, and we're like, um, "No." Nope. I don't want to do that. I just, you know, I, flowers are pretty, but I don't want to like suffocate. I just, yeah. 
this sounds miserable on a one hundred and two degree day. So yep. we pivoted, and it was like, well, what the fuck is going on in the city? And I scanned some things, and I saw Riverdance twenty fifth anniversary, and I'm like, holy <laughs> shit! Like, I, like you said, I had flashbacks of being a kid mm-hmm. in Jersey, sitting oh down watching the advertisements, the commercials for yeah. this. Uh, performance and mm-hmm. I you know it was kind of like so I kind of got it I mean it wasn't like I, I get I knew it was like some like Irish style of like tap dancing essentially mm-hmm. um and so I, I got the gist and like remember that guy he was like he got super famous for every dance and then did his own show Lord of the Dance like yes. he had a spinoff yeah yeah yes. yeah it was like it got serious like mm-hmm. he got so big he got his own show um, yes so I did that and it was just an interest. So like, I kind of knew what to expect. They revived it for its 25th anniversary. Um, so yes, it does. It's still, they, they take in a lot of the original show. I think, I think mm. um, where, you know, even like the, the costumes are very, very much the same. I don't know if the dances are the same, but probably some of them are. Um, yeah. And like that style of the show, but what they did was, what they did to modernize it or make it a little more interesting for the masses is, and, and I think you got to do this in general if you want to, uh, this is a more inclusive society. You want people to come to your events that may not necessarily fit the original demographic. You got to tailor to other people. So what they did do mm-hmm. is, yeah, they kept the traditional elements of this like Irish dance, mm-hmm. but they added like a flamenco dancer, which if you know flamenco dancing, <coughs> which is a Latin based uh, style of dance, mm-hmm. but there's a lot of tapping involved with your mm-hmm. feet. So they added like two segments of that. And then they did like a jazz section slash like they did this scene where you're on Broadway or not Broadway, but like in New York city. And mm-hmm. there's these like two black dudes come out and they're doing like, tr- like jazz tap. So okay. they added another element of like a style of tap dance, which mm. I'm sure those two elements were not in the original show. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Or, I had the bet on it. They it weren't. certainly wasn't part of the commercial. That never so, exactly, showed up in the commercial. Exactly. Yeah. If I'm going mm-hmm. based upon my 12-year-old knowledge, that was not <laughs> uh-huh. a part of the show. So right. they they clearly, you know, they tried to update it and make it a little fresher. And it was actually really funny that scene, you know, they're in quote unquote New York. The whole, like the whole, like it clearly is an add-on because the whole stage changes. The backdrop is now New York City. By the way, they were in like this mystical forest or some random Celtic <laughs> shit. So it literally became New York City. And, right. you know, these two black kids come out and they're like doing like their style of tap. And then like the the uh, pre, I don't, I don't, I don't know what to call male dancers when they're the prima dancer. I was going to say, oh. I don't know. I don't know I what don't that know. is. I don't, I don't know. know. Huh. I don't know. Okay, Whatever. we'll look it up. Anyway, we'll that guy out. comes out and they kind of start this like battle between like his traditional like Irish dance mm-hmm. and then like the style that they're doing. And then they started like mimicking each other. It was actually really cool. That was my favorite scene, obviously. Oh. Um, yeah, it was that was cool. And they definitely made it fun and funny. And um, it was cool to see the different styles of tap and like how they incorporated all of that and 
the flamenco girl was bomb as fuck. She looked like the emoji on uh, our phones. Oh, wow. <laughs> she had rude. the red dress was, and everything. Like, <laughs> it was the dress. It was the dress. Yeah. She looked like the emoji. Yeah. She did. Yeah, mm-hmm. she did. Okay. And she's a beautiful woman, but yeah, she, she definitely had on and doing some of the, the moves like the emoji girl mm-hmm. does. She was in that mm-hmm. move a lot. So, mm-hmm. uh, but yes, they, they updated it and made it a little hipper. But um, yeah, it was a good show. I, you know, I love the arts and I am happy I'm in a city where I, we do get shows that come in and I'm not, you know, it's, I'm not, yes, I'm not in New York anymore. I'm not in Maryland, D.C. anymore. But mm. I can still get some fun stuff in my area. So it was really nice to like just do that. And I see the theater I went to, they have a bunch of Broadway things coming down the pipe. So potentially Ooh. I may get a uh like a season pass. We'll see. Nice. Okay. Maybe. It's a little okay. expensive, but maybe. Right. Maybe, maybe worth okay. it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I don't know. Like I, okay, I, I think I can I think I confess this. And I may have to renege it now because okay. I realized I used to say I hate musicals. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, uh-huh. I said it. Um, yeah. But I might take that back a step. I may renege uh-huh. on that. Mm-hmm. I might. I might. Yeah. What? what I'm uh, not 100% you, sold. But what's causing you to 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 you know consider uh, pulling back your previous um, uh, statement? Growth. Um, <laughs> that's so good. <laughs> I shouldn't laugh. Growth. That's so beautiful. It just wasn't what I growth. expected. Yeah, growth. Yeah, growth. Okay. Like I'm okay. gonna grow up. That's probably the reason I have not pulled the trigger on the <clears throat> season ticket because I'm still hesitant. I don't. I'm not gonna say I love musicals. I feel like I need to expand my Broadway and the Tonys was this weekend. So I don't know. I was kind of oh. like, you know, there's some good shows that. I am missing out on because yes, I do not love the musical element of sitting through mm-hmm. two hours of a uh, people just singing, but yeah. the story is good. I, I think I can growth will mm-hmm. teach me to get past that. Look, I'm not going to be the girl that's going to have the soundtrack at the house. I will never be that. But, you don't know that we just haven't uh, found the right musical for you. Oh wow! I'm just saying. That's, I'm just saying. I'm. That's a, I'm <laughs> that's a big statement, Nikki. That's a big statement to make. Look, you're talking to somebody who loves her some musicals. So I fundamentally believe there's a musical out there for everyone. Um, okay. I do think it takes time to find it, um, okay. but there there are tons of musicals that are out there. I think. Um, yeah, I think I think there could be one where you're going to love the soundtrack. And I think in particular, I will say, being the the crazy um, musical nerd that I am, I think there is something about <clears throat> going to a musical and, and seeing it versus like, you know, listening to the soundtrack or, mm-hmm. you know, now a lot of musicals are actually coming out with movies and which are fantastic. Some of them are done very, very well. But mm-hmm. to to see it performed live. It's just some of these singers, actors, actresses are phenomenal. And it's Mm -hmm. just mind blowing what their uh, musical instruments can do, their their voices. So I think there's one out there for you. I think it's going to it may take some time, um, but I am I have I don't know if I've said it out loud, but I have made that a personal um, goal of mine that I will find that like I'm just going to. 
Yeah. Oh yeah, girl. Oh yeah. I'm like, I'm going to find, I'm going to find a musical. Like I'm going to, I'm, I'm perusing. I'm, I'm trying to figure out what challenge accepted challenge uh-huh, accepted uh-huh. i am i'm open let, let me tell you something about old mm-hmm. age you be, you become a little <laughs> open to things you know yeah. i i am i really but no but seriously i really i'm i'm regretting the fact that when i did live in new york city i was poor and going well, that's to the biggest, yeah yeah, going That's to theater hard. was kind of like a it was a splurge. It was certainly right. was a big splurge. I mean, <clears throat> even still, it's not like it's ten dollars. It's still like no, a splurge. Yeah. But it definitely was not priority me being poor, trying to figure out how to get a monthly uh train pass, that you sure. know, that type of level. So now that you know things are a little more comfortable, I can mm-hmm. say, hey, maybe you should take yourself to theater once a month. And pick a show. Yeah. And uh, luckily we are, I'm in a place where, you know, things come into town. I can check it out mm-hmm. and maybe we'll see. I don't know. I don't know. But I feel like, you know, <laughs> it's something I can attain to, even though Riverdance wasn't necessarily my forte of style and taste mm-hmm. of like dance. I appreciated right. it. So okay. yeah, if that mm-hmm. can keep, if Riverdance <laughs> can entertain me for an hour and a half, I'm sure other things can certainly be well, way better than Riverdance in my world. Yeah. I, when you said Riverdance, I was like, how long yeah. was it? And how it did you sit through it? Cause it didn't Not sound. Bad. Wasn't okay. terrible. No. Yeah. Would I say it again? No, no, <laughs> no. no. But it, kept, it, it, it was air conditioned. I had a drink. It was you entertaining. Was there was some really good high moments. There were some moments mm. I was like, eh, I could do without. But it right. was a good time. Yes. Good. Okay. Okay. I think that's the, that's the thing with musicals too. It's like, even if you, even if you go to one and it's like not your cup of tea, I, at least for myself, I'll find those moments where I'm like, look, I, it wasn't the greatest, but I still uh, acknowledge the the amazing work that they do, and you can just you can appreciate it in your own way. So that's big. Look at you with the growth. I know. You I'm trying like, to be an adult and artsy, you mm-hmm. know, patron of the arts. Arts. I, if I art? die today, I want to be that rich auntie that is like she was a patron <laughs> of the arts. I want that in my obits, okay? <laughs> oh, she man, pa- I want that, too. She was a patron of the arts. Of Do the you arts. know how fabulous that sounds? That sounds amazing. Doesn't it? That sounds amazing. I, I feel like... Put, I gotta get that shit on it. She was a she was a patron of the arts. Yeah. I think um, if something yeah. were to happen to me today, my obit would just be like, she really liked Lululemon pants. <laughs> like, it would be... There would be no deep. It would be like she really liked her. She loved her athletic wear. She really, she really enjoyed that. That's the thing. So, like I gotta do better. I gotta do better. Yeah. I want to like. I want to like. You know, think about the obit. I'm like I, mm-hmm. the fact that I gotta go to the obit is kind of insane. But but I want I want my shit to read right. She mm-hmm. she traveled to all over the country. She was a patron of the arts. She like. Had a bridge team. Okay, maybe not bridge, but a bridge you get team. The gist. I know, I know. What I became a ninety-year-old woman. I became a ninety-year-old yeah, woman. Ninety-year-old not white bridge. Woman? I know. I, okay, maybe what? pickleball. I don't know something. No, you pickleball. Something. You did not say pickleball. What is with pickleball? Somebody explain it to me. It's I fucking do not fun. Understand. It's is fun, it? Nikki. Yeah, because you, know, you haven't done it yet. <laughs> 
I haven't done it, but it's like it's fine. I don't know. Maybe I need to grow a little bit because yeah, sis, I, I see people. Damn, damn. Ooh. You were like, yeah, Ooh. bitch, yeah, okay. <laughs> but I just feel like it is now in the black uh, zeitgeist. We're like, yes. all these black people now are just talking about pickleball. Like, I swear to God, I had not heard. I'd heard about it, but it was very much like a, you know, it's like cornhole. Like, it was like a white suburban thing that no. folks did. But no, no black pickleball people are out worldwide. here. Yeah. What? No. Okay. It's I, fine. There is a couple places where <clears throat> I live um, that is strictly devoted to pickleball. And it's a lot of fun. I mean, look, if people are serious about it. Those people are weird. Um, I mean, no, I won't say they're weird. That's not that's mm-hmm. not nice to say. I'm just that's not my level of seriousness about people really take it seriously. They're on teams yeah. and just like, look, I went, I did axe throwing once, and people were there was a tournament there. So people, you know, when yeah. there's when there's interest in something, they they be create leagues for it, and I think that's cool. Um, but I just think it's fun. It's just like big it's like the smaller version of tennis and the bigger version mm-hmm. of ping pong right in the middle there yeah that doesn't that doesn't sound Nikki. fun to me but it's but okay look everybody like i, I said think you need to try it. i think you it. should be should do a date night maybe a double mm-hmm. date night so you have opponent other than husband That's you right guys there. can mm-hmm. like team up with a couple mm-hmm. and go play pickleball I know there's a ton of places in, in where you live, so it's not even a question of where is it available. It's what so, what avenue to find it. Yeah. So here here's the funny thing. The husband is actually, I think he's still working on it. I don't think he's finished it yet, but um, he's working on a project about a pickleball documentary. And well, see, so that is, see. so that's what started. So we started talking about, yeah. And again, I had heard about it before and like periodically, you know, every now and then someone would mention it. I'm like, yeah, that sounds weird. I don't know. Then he got this project and we started talking more and he was saying how, um, I, I don't know the gentleman's name, but right. There are leagues. There are serious yes. athletes. Yes. There are serious athletes. Right. And there's one, I believe there was like one black gentleman uh, that's kind of being featured. I do not know his name, okay. but, but right. So we were talking about how like it was, you know, there, there is a, uh, the black community has embraced pickleball because that was kind yes. of one of my jokes. I was like, I don't, this, this sounds like some white shit. And then he was like, no, no, this well, dude. Well, actually. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, did he, exactly. well, actually you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In the whitest way possible. He was like, <laughs> <laughs> no, let me take that back. I love you, husband. I love you. <laughs> he doesn't listen to this shit. He does not listen to our shit anymore. He probably hears me like from the other room and he's like, I don't need to listen to it when she fucking uploads you. He's just ridiculous. Um <laughs> But yeah, so okay, I will I will explore. I am tempted. This is like the the gajillionth time I have heard about it. I think I read somewhere that Jamie Foxx was all. Or maybe you told yes. me. I don't know. I don't. I, I, I also heard that Jamie Foxx is a big pickleball guy. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I'll mm-hmm. I'll check it out. I guess I don't know. We'll see. I'll I'll check it out and report back, guys. I don't think I don't think it's going to be something I'm going to really enjoy. But who knows? Who knows? I'm trying to be like Yentl and I'm trying to grow. So I will. Think about your obituary. Bitch, if my obituary, (laughs) 
references pickleball, something has gone wrong. I don't care how great it is. Do not. I'm actually, you know what? I'm going to task you with that. I'm actually, God forbid, something happens to me. Mm-hmm. If anyone, anyone goes, mm-hmm. oh, you know what? I'd really like to talk about Nikki's love of pickleball. I need you to step in as my good friend and be like, no, 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 no. We actually talked about this. Mm-hmm. She does not want that. So I need you to hold that down okay. and make sure that does not show up in the obit because okay. I will haunt whoever wrote it. I, okay. I, let me put that out there. I will haunt you. What Don't if you I like ironically just, you know, added oh, that? I'm- to it I'm, and then put a footnote saying you. talking the story of this conversation how she didn't want it but it actually did end up in your but, obit but i actually am still gonna do it and put it in print yeah no i'm coming <laughs> after you i'm coming You're after you me? yeah oh, i'm gonna no. haunt you i'm gonna oh, haunt no. you I'm going to oh, haunt your no. fucking pickle, pickleball dreams. I'm going to find you know a what? way. I don't even want that smoke because you're not going to be haunting me about motherfucking pickleball. So oh, I'm, I'm going to find. I'm going to leave it alone. I'm going to I'm going to Freddy Krueger the shit out of your <laughs> dreams. <laughs> I'm not going to be fucking like that. Like, what was that girl's name in, in Freddy? What was her name? God, what's the main lead? What is the lead? I remember her name. But anyway, I'm going to be like. Change? Wasn't wasn't there? um... uh, There was like a main girl who was kind of featured throughout. Yeah. She like grew up with Freddie as her nemesis. But um, anyway, I'll be taking sleeping uh, like caffeine pills trying to stay up to avoid. Good luck with that. Good luck. Yeah. Okay. First time it happens and I show up in your dream, I'm just going to look at you and I'm just going to be like, you know why I'm here. You know why I'm here. And Whatever. Then, yeah. Okay. Then I'll just bring out the pickleball table. We're even. Boom. <laughs> you could have pickleball. Boom. <laughs> I'll find a way to make that haunting. I don't know how. I don't know how, but I, I will fucking. I'll find a way. I will. It'll be a pickleball. I see. I don't even know. Is it a? T- it's a table. You play. It's like a. There's, it is a like table. a table. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. See, I don't even know. I'm envisioning just people. Just in their backyards, just fucking hitting wiffle balls back and forth and just being like, pickleball, ball, like yelling pickleball. I don't even know if that's part of the game. Do you yell pickleball at some point? Um, you just No, you don't yell pickleball. Okay. And I'm sorry. It's not like a table table. It's like it's like a court. It's like a smaller court. So think okay. of a tennis court, but it, sure. it's shorter, <coughs> extremely shorter. Uh-huh. Um, and the and the rackets are bigger. But like, but is there, are you bouncing a ball off of the, of a table that's in the middle or no? It's like tennis. No, it's There's not, a net. Yeah. It's more like tennis, less like ping pong, <laughs> but this a lot is, closer. You're not, you know, this, you're not doing valleys and lobbies and all that, whatever the tennis jargon is. I'm going to have to look this up. Cause I feel like yes. my mental image, I'm, I'm creating some weird things in my head. And I was like, I don't understand this at so all. It, it looks, it kind of looks like. It looks kind of looks like tennis, but it's not tennis. Okay, let me let me. I'm going to images, folks, because I need to know because I've been hearing. Oh God, just, no! Are you serious? Yeah, they're just really bigger rackets. The ball is different. The court is ex- is shorter. They usually take a tennis court and abridge it with a different net and what? like shorten it a lot. Yeah. And but you're playing the ball you're using is a wiffle ball. It's a it's a wiffle ball. I don't know if it's technically a wiffle ball, but it looks like a wiffle ball, Nikki. It's a My ball God, with here holes we go. In it. Look, okay, hold on. D- give me, give me two seconds to go on this rant. I'm just, I just, I've seen the pictures. I need two seconds. 
Have you ever played wiffle ball? Like yes, back in the day when growing I was a up. Kid. Okay. Yes. Did you enjoy that? No, I thought it was dumb. Okay. Right. And why didn't you enjoy it? Like, I'm just curious, like if there was a, was there a particular reason why you didn't enjoy it? Cause I got one and I just want to hear what yours is. And it then I'm going to share mine. It just felt cheap. It just felt cheap. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 And you would hit, you would hit the fucking wiffle ball and it would, you would hit it with such force and it would go all of like two centimeters in front of you. Like you couldn't, it, it was like designed to infuriate children. You know what I mean? Like you, you fucking hit this thing. Like why? Why are you putting this on the sand? Like, but oh, it's hit, not. Hit but it's not that bad. It's not that. I get what you're. I, I get what you're putting down. Yeah. Uh-huh. But it's not that extreme. It's better than the wiffle ball effect. Because <laughs> okay. you're actually, sure. you can actually hit it with force, and the person has to hit it back to you. <laughs> that was the, the, the issue with wif, wiffle ball is that you would hit it, it didn't go anywhere, and then what the fuck are we doing? Like, there's no. Right. Right. Yes, but Run around the bases. Re- what? Correct. Someone <laughs> returns it to you, Nikki. You can actually okay. hit it with force and someone has to return it. So it's a little different. Okay. I, I get what you're putting down though, but it's not that it's not like wiffle ball bad. Okay. All right. Cause I, I saw a picture of this freaking ball and I had flashbacks. I was like, please, dear God, please no, because I hated like and I just remember my brothers always wanting to play. And, you know, we had kids in the neighborhood and we all come over and we would do it because there's nothing to do. But man, I hated it because you would you would try and hit it and you're like, oh, I'm going to hit this far. And no matter what energy you exerted, <laughs> force, whatever, it went the same. I love the fact that we've distance. all had the same childhood experience. And you know what? And it just goes to show like how dumb was I as a kid? Because I remember like the first fucking few times playing wiffle ball, like really thinking that like, oh no, no, if I hit it this way, or if I, you know, maybe if I hit it a little harder, it's going to go farther. And it like, after the eighth time playing, it was like, no, it doesn't matter how hard you hit this damn thing. It is, it is designed. Like it's literally, I felt like the holes are designed to like specifically for the suburbs so that like you can't hit it far Very and like far. get hit by a and car right and it won't or, hurt and it won't hurt why? other things around it yeah right no, you're not I breaking mean, windows yeah you're not yeah, yeah. yeah. you're it is literally you've got a backyard if you're fortunate and I'll this ball it. is staying in this in these parameters like mm-hmm. that's how that's why that fucking ball sorry okay i'm done now i just Ooh. i told you i saw the picture Ooh. and i had a moment i'm done I, i'm okay. okay um wow i yeah, did I not realize we were going to woo, go down the pickleball rabbit hole with so much hate yep i think so in, in a in a funny <laughs> like <clears throat> excuse me a funny transition I feel like this will take us to our topic of what we were saying <laughs> earlier about 20, like the 25 year and like yes. it being 1998. Cause absolutely that's what I was doing in 1998, fucking playing wiffle ball in the backyard, trying to like, <laughs> I don't know, hit it far, but sorry. That was my, well, uh, yeah. well, yes. So <laughs> yes. Yeah, so we have a, we have our theme of the day. is 25 years. Woo, Nikki has had some trauma. Uh, I we apparently have dug out some interesting traumatic things in Nikki's past, but so we're gonna go yep. back to that now and talk about sure. twenty five years. So a lot mm-hmm. of theme recently I've noticed in media. Obviously, we ju- I just saw the twenty fifth anniversary of Riverdance, which 
in 98, I was certainly not going to a Riverdance show, but I certainly saw the commercial. And another mm-hmm. thing, Hit 25, which is something we love and we discuss on this show ad nauseum, is Sex and the City's 25-year anniversary. It's this yes. year. Well, this month, yep. actually. And mm-hmm. 25 years ago, Sex and the City premiered episode one. And part of my weekend also, I was like, I'm on this 25-year kick inadvertently. And I was like, you know mm-hmm. what? I'm going to start with season one. Now, I've done this many times over 25 years, kind of started from the the first episode and let it play. But I really wanted to focus on like that first season of Sex in the City. What were people mm. talking about? Think about 25 years ago. You, president Clinton was still president. Mm-hmm. Yep. Clinton was still president. Yeah. So let's start there. In 1998, I was, I don't even think I was, I was probably 12. I yeah, I was 12 years old. I was uh-huh. a seventh grader. Yeah, I was a seventh grader, mm-hmm. uh, about to go to eighth grade. Um, let's see. Uh, I had braces. Um, <laughs> I was in did. a yes, mm-hmm. I was in mm-hmm. a Catholic school. I was thinking, and because I was always a weird kid who cared about things like this, I was thinking about what high schools did I want to go to, and what what I was going to apply, and you know, eighth grade was coming up, so. I had to make sure that um, I had all the, the requirements to apply. I knew I was going to apply to, I was in a Catholic school, so I was already going to apply to certain uh, Catholic high schools. And oh, then wow. I thought like, oh, maybe <clears throat> I could do like a private non-denominational high school. And I thought about this fancy school in Montclair, New Jersey, I wanted to go to. And then there was this whole network of boarding schools that I had to go that summer, this summer, well, the summer of 98, I was going Mm -hmm. to North New England to like travel and see different schools and see if I was a good fit. So this was like a big summer for me. And I'm sure I did camp or some sort of summer program in the midst of all of this because my parents never let me have a free summer. Um, I stayed oh, busy. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was, it was like a busy time and like, yeah, I think that <laughs> was me summer of 98. Um, oh my I God. will say this. I don't think I started cause I was 12, but I will say I did not start on the season premiere of sex in the city, but I do recall at some point before I went to high school. So with probably within like the, that year of <laughs> 98, 99, my mm. dad and I watching this show and I, really? I, I guess yes. I think okay. Wow. So I don't. I'm trying to remember this part of like HBO. There was a lot uh-huh. happening on HBO at this time. There was, yeah. uh, it was like a Sunday night shitstorm of good good television. There was right. Sopranos. There was Sex mm-hmm. in the City, and there was Oz. And my dad was a big oh. fan of Sopranos and Oz. And I think this yeah. show kind of ran into that. So like. He was, my parents aren't really like weren't growing up. They weren't very like, oh, you can't watch this unless it was really, really awful. Sure. Um, so they're pretty like, eh, like I, I don't love you <clears throat> watching Oz, but I'm not going to. Oz out of the three shows is pretty bad. It was pretty raunchy. Um, right. So to the point that I personally, it wasn't like, oh, yeah, I want to watch Oz. It was kind of like, I yeah, don't like, really no, want to watch that. Yeah, I don't want to yeah. see this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I don't okay. want to see this. But I thought mm-hmm. Sopranos was interesting because they had young, younger characters on there. So I would watch Sopranos right. with my dad. When Oz came on, I was right. kind of over it. But then there was this little 30-minute show and Sex and City. And I think what came on after Sex and City was Arliss. Do we remember Arliss? Am I? Oh, my no. God. 
What is oh, I don't remember that. Oh no, my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. I'm like having flashbacks. Arliss was, I think, the show that well, another 30 minute show after Sex in the City. Um, mm. that was about this agent in LA. Mm. She was a was he a sports agent? Come on, Arliss was, I believe, a sports agent. And okay. it was just like it kind of gave um the vibes of uh what's that other show, Kirby Enthusiasm, but okay, like the the style of comedy. But mm-hmm. it was uh, another really, really, really good show that I think came right on after Sex in the City. I do yes, not. Yes, kind of I, a dark comedy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Very I funny. I remember this. Yeah. Yes. <coughs> Interesting. Yes, he was a sports agent. I was correct. Okay. Yes. So, yeah, that was like the Sunday night, like, monster lineup of television. Mm-hmm. So the show would come on after, and I, my, my dad wouldn't... wouldn't tell me to leave the room or anything. So we right. kind of ended up watching it together. Yes, yeah, some parts were awkward because I was like 12 and like, what, right. what are you watching? And it's getting late. You need to go to bed anyway. But right. it was kind of like, oh, this is like a funny show. And mm. yeah, so I kind of started semi, but it wasn't like a must-see television at that point in my life. It was kind of like, oh, it's this little quirky show that comes on at nine or 10 o'clock at night and I need to be going to bed and my dad has led me watching it and I'm going to keep watching it until he tells me to go to bed. Um, right. Yeah. So it was, yeah. So that was me in 98 middle school. Where wow. were you in 1998? 1998. So, you know, it's, I'm, I'm only saying this because you brought it up and I actually do think it co- like this is true. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think in the summer of 98 is when I did do the the filming for the oh, Sopranos. <laughs> Light flex. Light flex. So she's mentioning the fact that I think we talked about this before. She actually did do an episode of the Sopranos. So this is Super. her. This is her moment. Shine, sis. Shine. <laughs> no, this is stupid. No, no. It it was um it it was it was cool, but I, I've talked about it before. But the um yeah, I do remember it was during the summer and it was, yeah, I think it was the summer before senior year. So it would have been, yeah, it would have been 98 because we graduated in 99. So yeah, that summer, um, that was before, I think technically if if we recorded it then, I think technically it wouldn't have come out yet. I think it came out the following like fall or something. So we like recorded it or filmed it in the summer and then in the fall, is when it debuted. Again, we had no idea what it was going to be about. Shock and awe when it comes out and we're like, oh my God, no clue. We thought How it was many a- of you guys from your school was in that <laughs> scene? Um, it was, I th- I think maybe about 30. Oh, wow. it was a, a lot choir. of you guys. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. So it was it was an actual choir because we mm-hmm. did we did sing. So they had yeah. to have enough folks for like the respective parts. So I, you know, like I think they're there must have been at least like five altos, five sopranos, five bass, five tenor. Yeah, I think, I, and I think it may have been a little bit more. So maybe like twenty to thirty folks were in it. Okay. Um, and then let's see what else. Yeah, I just I just remember being really probably at that time just really excited at the idea of college and. Just trying to figure out where is that's crazy. Like you were you were embarking on high school, thinking about high school, and I was yeah thinking about college. So no, just um, 
just really excited about that like next chapter. And I just remember thinking about where I wanted to be and where I wanted to go. I don't know. I don't know that I knew yet uh, mm-hmm. that it would have been Northwestern. I think I was probably still looking at schools and doing, you know, um, visits and whatnot. So like going to the college of New Jersey, mm-hmm. uh, I think. You checked out TCNJ. Yeah. Yeah. Went okay. to TCNJ, okay. checked it out. I was like, I legit was going to go there. Like that okay. actually was like up until like the very last minute, that's where I was going to go to college, like straight up TCNJ. Um, I'm I'm kind of glad that didn't work out because <laughs> when I when I visited my my only qualm about it was like when I I had very much this idea of going to college and like I don't know being a new person but just sort mm-hmm. of experiencing all the things that I felt like I I didn't have an opportunity to experience being from like a small suburban town. Yeah. So when I went to TCNJ to visit I happened to run into the four people that I knew who went there. Like they were all involved in like the new student week or hosting, you know, whatever tours or whatnot. So I legit ran into them. And I just remember thinking like, oh man, I'm, I'm just going to be like Simone 2.0. Like I'm just going to be an extension of who I, who I am or who I was in high school. And I knew I didn't want to do that. So yeah, I think that was pretty much it in terms of like, to, to bring it back to like Sex in the City, I I did not watch it then. I don't mm-hmm. think I became aware of Sex in the City until college, um, and I and I think it was just because maybe by that time someone had like the first season on like DVD. Or, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. but didn't know about it um, until college. I I think. Probably the shows that I was really into were like, I know Felicity, but I don't know if that was like college or that would have been like 98. Um, but yeah, that, I just I just remember just really excited about college and just hanging out with folks, really trying to figure out where I wanted to did go. Did you work and this was, summer? Oh, yeah, I did. So my first job um, that I started, I think like, the summer prior was ShopRite. So I worked okay. at ShopRite. Loved it. When I say lo- I f- effing loved working at ShopRite, okay. I will say that to this day. What did you, were you a cashier or something I else? I was a cashier. I oh, was yeah, a cashier. That, that's kind of fun. That sounds fun. <laughs> yeah. And like, and, it, and it's so wild because sometimes, you know, when people, they'll be like, oh, what's the, what's the best job you've ever had? I mean, ShopRite, it's, it's not the best, but it's like up there in terms of, I don't think I ever got bored. Mm-hmm. Um, because it just, it was very fast paced. Like it's fast you paced. Almost, yeah. Yeah. It was, it was fast paced. You, you almost like played games and like how quickly you could like ring somebody up. Love uh, it. it worked. It worked on my memory. I got to like, you know, try to memorize all the different codes for produce and shit. So that was, I guess that makes me a nerd, but I was like, that was fun when I was doing that. Um, and I'm sure like you had other people your age working with you, which yes. makes it fun, really right. fun. Yeah. Right. And it was just, right. It was young people. And even, I will say, even the older people that worked there mm-hmm. were cool as hell. Like I just remember really enjoying my coworkers feeling like, they um, imparted a lot of uh, helpful information 
you know, were really wonderful. Like they just, they reminded me of like my friend's parents, like they're around there that age. So it would be okay. like the people that were our age and then our parents' age that worked mm-hmm. there. And it was great. It was, it was an awesome, awesome experience. So yeah, that was, <clears throat> that was pretty much me in 98, maybe had my first kiss, I think. What? Yeah, I think. Yeah. Oh, it was tell terrible. me, tell me. Oh, it was terrible. It was so bad. It was terrible. Um, uh, <laughs> how do I do? I want to tell this story. Do it. <laughs> I I feel like I might have said it before, but the short of it was this. I met this guy. We were. I'm gonna sound like such a nerd. Uh, I was in math league. Uh, me and a bunch of my good friends, we were in math league. So we would go around to different schools in the area and we would compete. And I had met this guy in one of these competitions. He was from like a, a rival high school, um, a, a white gentleman. I bring that up because that played uh, a role uh, for him, oddly enough, later on. But he was, he was a cool, you know, he was a really cool guy, kind of different. I think he was like... Uh, I don't like kind of, kind of gothy. I would say okay. a little gothy, okay. like emo. I don't know okay. somewhere somewhere around there. Um, and he, we went out for ice cream. He just he you brought two. me just just us two, and we had hung okay. out a bunch of times, you know, before then. So he was like a good friend. Didn't think he was interested, and then um, brought me back to uh, the house. It was early. It was probably like four or five but like wanted to talk to me like in the car in front of the house. And like, you know, it's just like trying to make conversation. And I'm like kind of trying to leave, but he's a friend. And I'm like, okay, whatever. He, he like, I felt like he was purposely trying to hold me there so that he could kiss me, mm-hmm. which he does. It was not good. Um, it was just all kinds of, it, it just, it didn't feel right. It was not, you have a certain idea of like what your first kiss is going to be like. It was not like that at all. Like oh, I remember feeling, yeah, it was just, it wasn't, it wasn't good. Um, but I think it also was because I, I really didn't like him in that way. And it kind of okay. just felt awkward. But the, um, the reason why it's such a ridiculous memory for me is that my, my dad was upset. Like it was like the, one of the two Wait, times. I've how ever- did your dad know? So, because we were literally parked in front of our house, like we were parked in front of the house and it's, it's daylight. So he can see that I'm in the car. You know, he like, I see him peek out the window, you know, doesn't really do anything goes, you know, kind of goes back into the home. And then my, my brother came out at some point, but he was like being my younger brother's like, Oh, what are you guys doing in the car? (laughs) And I was like, leave me alone. Stop being weird. Go back inside. And it came to find out later that like my dad was really, really upset. I think like he had sent my brother out to check in on me uh, and thought that I was apparently doing things in the car and felt like it was incredibly disrespectful. Yeah. And so I got, I got grounded. I got grounded. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So ridiculous it, it was like so crazy to like <laughs> to recall that because we're sitting right in front of the house like nothing happened like literally right. it was just like a kiss and it was not i don't know what kind of like 
story my dad told himself or you know I I don't know but that was your dad's anxiety talking yeah yeah man and it you know and it's one of those things where like you look back and I remember feeling really bad because I remember feeling like he felt like I had disrespected him or the family Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and now looking back as a grown woman I'm like why were you upset with me like if you thought something was happening why wouldn't you have come out and like said something to the guy? You know what I'm saying? Like he never, he never came out or, or said anything. So it's, it was kind of this weird, you know, I don't know, view of young women, like that he was more upset that I was doing something disrespectful than the guy potentially doing something disrespectful to his daughter. You know what I mean? I don't know. I I don't know. Young people and sexuality. It's, it's, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I have a, I, I, I I, look, I'm not a parent, so I'm going to, I'm going to be at a very high level, like (laughs) a bird looking in on things that have nothing to do with me. Um, but I feel like in general, sexuality is something that is inevitable. It's going to happen unless, Mm -hmm. uh, so if there isn't a, Let's say you come from a very Christian, strict Christian household where there's no well, sex before my dad marriage. Did. Yes, oh, yes, okay. my dad well, absolutely did. Well, he absolutely then, did. That's true. There's some factors there then. Yeah, where, you're and, right. But you are instilling that in your daughter or your mm-hmm. kid to honor those codes. You mm-hmm. can hope she does. He or she does that. Mm-hmm. But you're not. You're, it's not. You're not gonna. That's a, that's a choice that she has to make, basically. And I, right. I fully believing in body autonomy. And if a decision is made that he or she wants to move forward with exploring sexuality, all you the best you could do is equip them <clears throat> with the right tools to do that. Right. Um, I'm not saying you condone it and say, hey, you can go have sex in your bedroom, do what you need to do. <laughs> but right, no, right. No, but right. I also feel like there should be a, 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 pol- a policy where kids are at minimal comfortable with the basics of having this conversation with your family because it doesn't serve any purpose. And like, you know, again, I am, I am not a parent and I know these are very (laughs) tricky situations, but I I would like to right the wrongs of how my parents did it. And so Mm -hmm. if I ever decided to have kids or be a parent parental figure in someone's life, I want that to be an open a better conversation versus let's not pretend it's not happening and, or let's forbid it, you know? So yeah. So I don't know. I do think, I think another piece of it too was, so like, I think you were right about like the anxiety. Like, I Mm -hmm. think there's just this like fear of like, Oh my God, like coming to terms with the fact that like, and you're, you're but that's, that's the longer fear. And also there's just the basic fear of, Oh my God, my daughter is growing up. And yes, these are things I, that are going right. to happen. Yeah. Right, right. I think it was that. And I also think control, but not not control like my dad would. I, I didn't see it as like him trying to control me per se. But I think there's also this thing with parents. And I and I think I would probably be guilty of this too, where it, it's anxiety and it's fear. Mm-hmm. But it's also rooted in like, I can't control what the other person is going to do. Yeah, but I yeah, can they have to make what right make right. their own decisions, so like, and that's scary. Well, and I think it's 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 not even some well, 
more specifically where I was coming from was like, I think it's the, it's the realization that like, you know, in the, the example I gave or like my dad realizing like he can't control what happens to me. Like he Mm -hmm. can't control like what, if this guy did something or, you know, whatever, but what he could quote unquote control is like me and how I, you know, responded to certain things. So I think his anger was more about like him being upset that like potentially something could have happened to me. And he was just trying to like, he wanted me to like make a better decision, but it was really coming from a place of fear. You know what I mean? Like it was really coming from a place of like him being worried that like, yeah, maybe potentially something could have happened or, you know, when she goes away to school, like something could happen to her and I can't control that. But hopefully I can, you know, give her the tools to make better decisions. And I think in that instance, he felt like I had not made a good decision. And that's why he was particularly upset. But yeah, I, you're right. I like having... Uh, I still think those decisions is rooted in the act of sex. (laughs) I I don't think if it was like, you know, I feel like, yes, if you made a bad decision and didn't study for an exam and failed it, he wouldn't have been as angry as what he did to you that night, (laughs) how he acted Um, that night. Maybe, but I I think there's probably a little more emotion with that versus you flunking an exam or a quiz, you know? Right. But I do remember him being like, you know, you're right. Sex definitely heightens things. Absolutely. But I do also remember like having conversations where like, he didn't like me. Um, he preferred that I didn't ride in cars with my friends, like have my friends drive because it was like, well, I can't control what they do. I don't know. Like, I don't know if they're a good driver. I don't know, but I know that I've brought you up and I've like, you know, taught you how to drive. I know you're a good driver. So I need like, that's why I'm okay with you driving. So it was like a little bit of that. Like, you're right. Sex definitely heightens things. But I think there was just this kind of, it was fear. I think it was just fear of like, oh man, I can't control what these other people are going to do, but I can, you know, quote unquote control, like what my daughter does type of deal. But yeah, I, I, uh, all that is to say, I am not, um, interested or yeah excited to be a parent i these are very nope. difficult things nope. don't they're hard don't wanna, they're very hard um yeah. i would not want to do deal with any of that so nope. Nope. yeah gonna stay nope. away from that for a long time <laughs> but yeah so that was uh that was my summer of 98 we got real <laughs> we got real deep uh shit i thought i had my first oh. kiss yet my my first kiss was summer oh, of 99 and really? I got that exciting. Yeah, summer 99. I was going into ninth grade and um, mm-hmm. got my first smooch with a guy I liked. Um, and it was a dare. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, that was nothing exciting. Um, yeah. Did you yeah. Did you feel like as a young woman, did you did you have certain like ideas about like what your first kiss would be like? And then you think there's going to be some like yeah. sun and rainbows and moons. But I think the, I think, at the, well, to, to give the scenario, it was a dare. Um, I was in a weird situation where uh, same issue with my parents. Um, mm-hmm. It was uh, a girlfriend of mine, her boyfriend. They were like boyfriend, girlfriend. And um, this guy I, I kind of liked. I wouldn't say fully liked, but I kind of liked them. And we were mm-hmm. in front of my home 
And I knew my dad was coming at some point. So, oh, shit. Yeah. yeah, you had a similar, yeah. okay. My dad I'll was like, on his way. What, what yeah, is with my, us trying to like get down in I front know. of the house? Like, I know, that was dumb. <laughs> but so I knew my dad was coming and my friends are like, uh, you guys should like just kiss. She's like, just kiss and do it. I dare you. I dare you. And we're like, all right, fine. So we kiss and I swear to God, within two minutes, that mm-hmm. my dad had this like old shitty sta- station wagon. He was picking mm-hmm. my brother up from school. He turns the corner and of like course. we just, of course, just missed of it. Course. And mm-hmm. so like I- he gets out the car with my little brother. He's probably six years old at the time. And mm-hmm. he looked pissed. Two girls, two guys. Y'all are 13, 14. What the mm-hmm. fuck is going on in front of this house? Were you in mm-hmm. the house without supervision prior to being Ooh. outside? So there was a lot of like unknowns. And I think oh, I, what yeah. I did was um, I had, I think I was told him like, Hey, we're going to go to like to Chinese restaurant. Cause that was like something you do when mm-hmm. you're that age. So we walked to the Chinese restaurant, which was a few blocks away. And I just remember my mom, and this is pre-cell phone, y'all, so just perspective. Yep. My mom mm-hmm. driving there, because I guess I told her where I was going. I told my dad, and my dad, by the way, told my mom that I was at the Chinese mm-hmm. restaurant. Picked me up. I got in a car, and she was like, your dad is really upset with you. And I was just like, yes! Yes! Yes, yes they really yes. fight with the unknown of like, well, what yes. is happening? And, why, you know, like the idea that something could be happening that we don't know. Right. The, they can't control that. So you're right. All of those things. And the fact mm-hmm. that it's sexual, that could be sexual, or yes. something is happening that should not be happening, or what they think should not be happening. I mean, yes, it's a lot of shit, but yes, it was, I got this weird talk about, and I was like, well, nothing happened. They didn't even come in the house. Uh, you right. know, I know, um, you know, but it just looks weird when it's two girls and one is the one has a boyfriend and, and you're with another guy. So it just looks weird. And I'm just like, okay. So that was the start of my summer of 99 summer. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, damn, this is the day I got my first kiss and I can't, didn't feel comfortable telling her probably not the best time to tell her. Um, right. so it just, that was it. <laughs> would you, would you ever, I I'm pretty sure I know the answer to this, but I, in hearing this story, I'm just like, man, um, would you ever consider having Papa Yentl on the podcast? That, that I think I know what that answer is. There's, there's silence. <laughs> I have no I just hear silence ladies and gentlemen I, and I think there are faces that are being made that I can't see but I just think it would look you I you do not have to there I am actually not even going to like push this but I just love hearing that story and I love the idea. He probably doesn't even fucking remember. My dad you is think? Um, no. I mean, I no. He remembers nothing. He remembers nothing. <laughs> so I would be telling this story to him. He'd be like, "Really? That's what happened?" So unfortunately, the things that are ingrained in my memory are not ingrained in his memory. So that, you know what? That would make me so upset. But it also would just go to show like 
Yeah, the, the the fact that, you know, there are these moments that mm-hmm. fucking stand out in our lives mm-hmm. and the other key player, one of the Has key players no in this idea. moment, no recollection, no, <laughs> no recollection, no recollection. Idea. I've done this with wow. other things in my in my life that are like uh-huh. key standout moments with my family. Yeah. My mom will remember some of them, but my dad is mm-hmm. like, I have no idea what you're talking about. And I'm like. Are you repressed? Because there's no fucking way that like everything that I remember of like key points in my childhood, you remember right. none of them. Nothing. So something's right. going. Either you're fucking what is what is Alzheimer's, or you're repressed. You're repressing memories. Something happened, and but it's a blur. I, I low key feel like that could be me though, because I, I feel like I've had experiences with friends, like especially my high school friends. Like bringing it back to high school, right? Like I will have conversations with them and they will share memories and I do not remember. And they're like, yo, but Nikki, you were right there. And I was like, I I do not. When did this happen? No, like I I feel like I have the worst memory, like to the point that, yeah, that I've had moments of like, oh my God, am I like, was it a traumatic experience? And I'm like, I, I've repressed it for some reason. I don't know because I have no recollection. My memory I honestly is shit. think it's just things that there are things in our lives that we date. Like, for example, I, sure. no one's going to forget your first. You're never going to forget your first right. kiss. Right. No, you're right. So, you're like, right. Yep. that's important to me. It was right. not important to him. So, <laughs> right. he didn't even know. So your dad, he, he was like, happened. Yeah. So, like, he was like, yeah. why the fuck are these kids outside? What the fuck right. are these kids what doing? Are, yeah. Dumbass kids. Like, they're being stupid. <laughs> yeah. So, like, he, this is not important to him. So, yeah, there's just moments that you kind of put in your little heart and heart locking key right. that no one else is right. doing. So, yeah, there's moments you're like, girl, I don't know what the hell. I was there. Oh, I was. Oh, okay. And they're like, yeah, yep. but you didn't. And you're like, girl, I don't. I have those moments too. So we just all yeah. have selective things we keep to ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> well, so to, so to just finish this out, the one redeeming thing, right? So like, I remember this moment with the guy in the car in the front of the house. My brothers do absolutely remember it though. They okay. absolutely remember Okay, that's good. I was telling the story and they were like, oh yeah, no, no, no. I remember that. Dad, dad really was like, dad was freaking out. Cause like, I just remember thinking like, I think I brought it up with my mom at some point and she was just like, I don't really remember. She's like, I kind of do. But then my brothers were like, yeah, no, no, I remember that. Yeah. Your dad was really, yeah. (laughs) Yep. 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 Oh my gosh. That's crazy. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I thought, look at us. I thought we were going to go down this whole like revisiting of sex in the city and it ended up being just some weird like trauma slash our trauma interesting memory (laughs) first date trauma not first date first kiss trauma you know kiss right yeah oh my gosh the summer the summer of 98 99 was lit y'all i mean it was lit it was lit things were happening hormones were flowing yeah yeah hormones were just oh my god hormones were happening they were uh, they were absolutely happening. Oh dear lord. Yeah. Um well, let's, <laughs> should, should I segue? Should we segue? Let's, let's to just a... do it, baby. Let's just do it. Okay. Brah, 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 brah. It is time. It is uh your favorite um section of, of the podcast. It is uh Jersey Trivia. Jersey motherfucking trivia, all right, so let me. I am. I am up <coughs> today. Let me. Um, let me find my info. Here we go. Okay. 
I got it. I'm ready. Um, okay. So uh, this weekend, uh, we didn't even get to to really chat about it, but uh, in NYC, it was the Puerto Rican Day Parade. That was my big pun intro. I know. I know. Yes, you did. Thank you. I love you so much. Yeah. Yep. Listen. Yep. You. Oh man, I I effing love you. Um, excuse me. So, um, I have yet to go. I I thought I was going to go this year, and then. I have never been, but, You've but never after been telling to the you this, even I have been to the Puerto Rican Day Parade. I'm not Puerto no. Rican, sis. I I know, girl. I know. I have never been. Uh, after telling you the story about my dad, I think it's pretty clear why I had never gone as a youngin. <laughs> but every year, I swear to you, every year I say I'm going to go. I'm like, I'm just going to go. I just want to go and experience. I just want to go. And something I feel like always comes up. This past weekend, I was like not feeling well, did not get to make it out. I'm very sad, but I promise you guys I'm going to go one year. Um, but staying on that topic, I wanted to do something for my Boricuas, for mis Puerto Ricanos. Uh, un trivia question. I don't know how to say trivia in Spanish. It's probably <laughs> trivia. I don't fucking Pregunta. know. Whatever. There we Pregunta. Pregunta. Yes. Un examen. No, that's not right. Whatever. Um, so my question for you, Miss Yentl, is, hold on, let me get the date on this. Okay, so I think this is this is as of 2020. I was trying to find an updated one, but this is 2020. <clears throat> Can you tell me where the state of New Jersey uh, places in terms of the highest number of Puerto Ricans? Oh, like what, what okay. Number so state? I know, but I know number one is definitely Florida. Because okay. I got Orlando okay. on motherfucking lock. I think mm-hmm, number mm-hmm, two is right. New York. Um, Ooh, you okay? Okay. okay I, I'm maybe. probably wrong. I'm probably need some adjustments here and there, but I'm just going with with my vibes. Okay. So out of out. like got 50 you. states, where yeah, we place? I know we're in like the top <clears throat> 10. Perhaps. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can you at least say mm-hmm. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna narrow it down, but confirm we are in the top 10. Yes, you are correct. We are in that. the top 10. Yeah, that wasn't New. a hard yeah, one. Well, okay, so let, I know. I, I know. I'm going to narrow it down yeah. further. All right. I'm sure. going to say out of the top 10, we are number. Jersey is number four. Fuck you. I was You're right. right. I, was I hate right. you. Shut the yes. I hate you. I hate you so much. Okay, you know what? Just for shits and giggles, because you are some fucking Puerto Rican whisperer. I don't know. <laughs> do you know? Do you know? Give give me the top four states. You you were correct with okay. Florida one, number New one. York two. Yep, New, New York, York is number two. Wow, I was right on. Okay, <laughs> so the other three. Um, I would say uh, or Connecticut. number three because Jersey was four. So just right. number three. Connecticut. Yeah. No. This, so this was interesting. Do, do you want to take another stab or you want me to um, reveal? Um, Number three, if it's not Connecticut, um, no, I don't know. Rhode Island? Okay, so. No. Okay, I don't so know that. It's, <clears throat> it's Pennsylvania. Interesting. Okay. I, I don't know how or, 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 or why. 
Yeah, I don't. Right. I don't know. I'm like maybe big cities, so like Philly, Philly. Or something? Yeah, I, I guess that's. What, I didn't I realize they had a large Puerto Rican population, but okay. I did not either. So it it, it may have since changed because again, this was 2020. But that's close yeah, enough. They are. Yeah, but New York. Um, I'm sorry, Pennsylvania was three, and then Jersey four. Massachusetts is five. All right. Uh, and Connecticut is actually six. Okay. And shout out to Texas being number seven. Oh. So your new, your new I state. Don't, oh, cool. I don't know. I haven't Have met you seen any. any of them? Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> I would love it because I would love some good Puerto Rican food, but I haven't found that yes. yet. So uh, maybe not oh, shit, in my you region. Know what? But. You know what's interesting? I th- This actually reminds me, uh, a cousin of mine, I have got to reach out to him. I, I just saw, so I don't use Facebook anymore, but I, I saw the other day that he like sent me a message like weeks ago, but I never use it. And I think he had said that he moved to Texas. So you got my cousin. He's out there somewhere. Okay. Um, okay. Well, you know, you know it's a big maybe... state, so we got to get a little more specific. <laughs> <laughs> so just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll try and reconnect with him and, and see where, where all the Puerto Ricans are at. Yes. And narrow it down. You're right. I, I forgot about that. I was like, Austin. Austin's the same, right? You're right by Austin or, or, or El Paso? Um, I don't know. They're I'm all... Like, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm, I, that's probably one of the closest... That's the closest city near me. So it's like an hour and a half. Oh, okay. Um, but uh, no, everything that's, else uh, is very far. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Got you. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I'll, I'll touch base with them. I'll Thank see what's you. up. Um, you're very, you're very welcome because Puerto Rican food guys, it's the wow. bomb. Like, wow. you know, I love, I love my Jamaican food, but Puerto Rican. Whoo, whoo, I like it all, whoo. but, um, I, do, you're but right. I, I would love to find a pasteles. place that I can get, mm. I can get some pateles. Yes. 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 So no, I'll, I'll, I'll touch base and I'll see, I'll see if he's found some spots and I can uh, hopefully direct you to one that is closer to you. Uh, Sounds good. But yeah, that, that was me. a good question. That's what I got. Thank you. Thank you so much. Cause I feel like, you know, I need to give my other side a shout out every now and then. So, you know, the parade and I wanted to do something for them. So yay, Puerto Rico. Um, I don't know what that accent was. That was like, a I weird, don't know either, but I was um, listening. Yeah. I, <laughs> <laughs> it was like a, a Puerto Rican Valley girl. I'm not sure what yeah, that was. It was like I was like, it's not very J Lo. That was if that was that you were trying to do the J Lo. I, I was like, I was she's from the Bronx. Maybe the I first second. Yeah, <sighs> I I don't know. I don't know. I should have just done. You know, oh, you know, we're from New York. You know, I'm Puerto Rican. This works for Puerto Rican too. We got the best Puerto Ricans in New York. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm done now. So, right. uh, <laughs> do you do you want to do your uh, your recap before uh, we? Uh, sure. Um, look, <laughs> look, listen. I am not over this obit. You want patron of the arts in your obit, <laughs> so get your shit right. All right, and I'm talking to mm-hmm. myself. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's 25 years. 98. What were you doing in 98? Holler at us. DM us. What were you doing in 98? We're probably around the same age group or some of, we got some mm-hmm. old heads on here too. So tell me what was good in 98. Um, we didn't even discuss the fashions and music, but we've done that a lot. So we didn't care oh, about that. What was your first kiss story? Yes. Get back to us on that. We got some, clearly we are working, still working through some trauma moments with our first kiss. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, 
just yeah share um, yours Share yours. Share your trauma. <laughs> Hopefully Share yours, yours is less traumatic. Um, and <laughs> lastly, uh, if you near a place where you can get some bomb-ass Puerto Rican food, or just Puerto Rican food, it doesn't necessarily have to be bomb-ass, but just some good Puerto Rican food, go do it. Shout out to Puerto Rican Day do Parade. It. I saw a little bit yes. on the news, and I was very sad <clears throat> that I couldn't attend. I I was sad as well. But one year, I am going yes. to do it. I will be there I got to get my flags ready. I'm going to fucking make oh. it happen. I yes. I will find a way. Maybe you can come back and visit and we can go together. Maybe it could we be can a go fun together. little summer. Oh, there's a big one in Newark. Sorry, I'm going to I'm going to leave that there. I did see that. I was looking up some stuff and it looks like Newark has like a very big parade in like September coming up. So Oh, all right. You know, okay, if you want to come back, you know. Uh just yeah. right. Yeah, could be something yep. to do. Okay. All right. Cool. Well, um, that's it for us, guys. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, until next week, keep it jersey. We love you guys. Bye. 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 Bye.